Another edition of Riding Home, this time Dean Leggy and Dylan Weber. Dylan, you missed the game Saturday, but you did miss practice on Monday. How did Georgia look, comparatively speaking? Um, well, it's always kind of hard to tell exactly what the mood is um, here, but, I mean, they seemed focused. It seemed lasered in. I mean, there wasn't as much chatter among the players. It, it, you know, when you listen to the voices of it, it was just a lot of the coaches talking, and right now you can hear Dan Lanning screaming from here, and I'm, you know, a quarter mile away. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. In the past, Georgia losses, you know, 2017 Auburn and last year against LSU, things didn't necessarily seem super different after them, and I think it's the same case here. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Every I think I've, I don't know how many it's been more than 10 people that I've talked to uh, in the last 48 hours about Georgia's loss to South Carolina. And I think what people naturally want is to immediately go back and correct the mistakes that happened. They want to see immediate change. They want to do this, that, and the other. But one person I talked to played at Georgia and played on a team that, that got their ass beat by South Carolina one time. Uh, and then they went on to play for the SEC Championship, Georgia. Um they just said, hey, you know, you, you can't change what's been working for such a long time. I mean, this is, this, this is something that for a two-and-a-half, almost three-year period has been working, and you don't just switch it when it's working because you have four turnovers. That was basically what he said. I mean, yeah, for sure. And I think we had this conversation after LSU last year and, yeah. and Auburn the year before is – yeah, there there were things that were horribly wrong with that game, and okay, which, things that which, need to be addressed. Which one? Which part specifically was horribly wrong? Well, four, four turnovers. Right, right, right. I mean, other than the four I mean, turnovers. I mean, that was uh, the play calling too. I mean, that was at least from my opinion. And one a speak, speaking of play calling, I mean, DeAndre Swift said today that he liked to see Georgia throw it down the field more. Yeah, that was that was shocking. I mean, because like usually players don't open up that much or say anything like that. That was kind of something staggering that a, a Georgia player would say something. I don't want to say, you know, in defiance uh, of Georgia, but kind of you know. Um, well, I mean, Nick, Nick, Nick and Sony talked to Cheney after the 2016 Florida game. And I would say Georgia played better uh, offensively after that. They had a struggle the whole year. But they weren't just getting ground into the ground um, the way that they were against Florida and Vanderbilt that month. I mean, after that, they, they picked it up a little bit um, against Auburn. They had a better game against Kentucky. Uh, they, they seemed to, it seemed like they scored more. I know they ran more. So it's not abnormal for players to say, um, hey, you know, we need to do this more. And, and he, he very well could be right. There's a difference between talking to Cheney and saying that to the media. I mean, like, well, you know, for a player to say that openly is, is you know, refreshing in a way. It's kind of nice to see. Um, makes our lives a little more interesting. Um, but, okay. I, I mean, it also shows the candidness of, of Swift exactly. and how he feels about the offense right now. That's exactly right. And, I mean, you know, DeAndre Swift has put as much into this, if not more, as Jim Coley has. James Coley has. I mean, it's just physically, you know, everybody up there works. But Coley's yeah. not Cole, Coley's not getting tackled, and so I think that there has to be some respect paid for a guy like DeAndre Swift, who's who if if Georgia's going to do what a lot of people want them to do, uh, is going to have to have a continue to have a good season. 
one thing that also popped out, uh, popped up during all my discussion with folks was, hey, you know, this is this is when it happens. This is when folks get very negative and they pick on whatever you can can do, uh, or whatever you know negative that happened. They they figure out how to discuss that. I I do I have to say about our um, you know about riding home and dog posts and so forth is you. I feel like we do try to be as as even killed as possible about things. I mean, I completely still think Georgia will win the SEC East, and I, I, I mean, I do not think it's out of the realm of possibility at all that they can win the league and go on and win the national championship. It sounds crazy to say that after the South Carolina loss. It wasn't crazy to say that after the Notre Dame win. I mean, you have to take teams. Um, you have to you know, pull back and look at 40,000 feet, you know, after Clemson lost to Pittsburgh and nearly lost to NC State in 2016, they just weren't what they were at the end of the season then. And they did, they did, they weren't good at that moment. They made a lot of mistakes defensively in those games, uh, particularly against Pittsburgh. NC State should have certainly won the game against Clemson. They just got away with one. Um, and that can happen. Georgia did not get away with this one the same way that you know, Oklahoma didn't get away with it when they lost to Iowa State as 31-point dog in, in 2017. So explaining what happened or as people who, have, who, who seem to be angry say giving excuses for what happened, um, I don't know, man. I mean, an explanation is not an excuse. That you turn it over four times. That really, it aggravates me when people say something is an excuse. No, it's not an excuse. It's a it's an explanation. I was about to do it. It's it's an expletive explanation. It's not that hard if you you know if you critically think there is a huge difference between an explanation and an excuse. No one's saying that their dog got ate their homework here. They're saying, hey, you know, had a four four touchdown a four turnover day. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, like, why why would we why would we be trying to make excuses for Georgia? I'm not. I, mean, I don't like, give a shit. I know, Kirby gets paid seven the, million dollars a year. So he can make his own excuses for himself. He's not making excuses. Yeah, he can exactly. Explanations. We're, exactly. We're not trying to defend no. Georgia here. I mean, that, that game against South Carolina was shitty. It was shitty. I, cap with a capital S. I mean, it was bad. We've said that the yeah. entire time. There ain't no excuse. I mean, South Carolina, as bad as they played, deserved to win that game. They just, Agreed. they just did. They played, but they played better. I always say they played better. They didn't really play better. <laughs> they did not play better. But they took care to jump on balls that were there for the taking. George did not yep. do that, and and it, and, it, and it hurt them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the four turnovers is, is kill. I mean, Kirby today at the press conference said, you know, a, a negative four turnover margin. He said. There's just no way you win that game ever. Georgia. He he literally said you never win that game. Georgia has not in this decade. Georgia has had three, four turnover, uh, negative four turnover margin games. They've lost all three. And and yeah. and, and t- two of them were by double digits, but th- this one was not. They almost won this game. I mean, I don't. I was gonna say I don't know how. How is that they were they are the better team and they that you can see that. But like Dylan, what happens, man, is like nobody wants to hear that shit. They just want you to run them down, and that's fine. I get that. I, I get like everybody wanting to get their pound of flesh right now. Um, that people are pissed. They shouldn't lose to South Carolina. It just shouldn't happen. And, and, and people probably should be pissed. Too. They should be pissed. I mean, I get it. Did I did I say they shouldn't? I'm, I'm, 
I no, talk, no, 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 I talk no, no. so I'm much. Just saying, like you're, you're just saying people are pissed. They're pissed, and, yeah. and they should be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's why. I mean, you're spending money, you're spending time, you're spending emotion. All three of those things are not easy to come by. And um, you know, you start hustling out for a noon game. You know, if you're so, this is what it is, man. This is how it goes. You got kids. I live in Metro Atlanta. I'm gonna go over there. We're gonna we gotta we gotta not stay up late Friday night. Maybe a kid is playing football. A, a, the daughter is the drum major. You know, we gotta stay up late because of that. You know, we live in Cobb County. I gotta go across Atlanta. I gotta watch them bumble around in the warmups. Kirby is screaming at them. He's screaming to Chuck Dowdle beforehand that the team is not ready to play. I got to get back in the car. I don't get back home till six. They play like total shit. They ruin my weekend. I get it. I mean, and, and this, that's and just this if is, you live you know, in Cobb County. What if you live in Charlton County? And this is several days after Kirby, you know, told you, hey, we really need you to come out. We really want yeah. your support at our noon game. I, I think this is an important thing right here. Let me, I want to read this for the audience. This is, this is actually very important. What I, I did not hear this, but I was told about it. And then I, I've heard it after the fact. This is four. This is four hours before the end of the game. Kirby talks to Chuck Dowdle before they go into the um, locker room. He says, "They have a good football team. We have to get our asses ready to play. Uh, our team is not ready to play right now. We have to get our team ready to play. Our guys have got to get ready to play. We have to get ready to execute. This is going to be a physical, tough game." So he knew. Did Did you think they had to get ready to play? I mean, I, you know, Kirby can be rough around the edges with us. And he can be difficult to deal with as far as that's concerned sometimes. A lot of times that he knows so much more about football than those of us who cover the team. He makes sure that we're aware of that, and that's fine. But he's right about this one thing here, and he's right about a lot of things. He knew that they, that they were not ready to go. And he said, we have got to get our team ready to play. We have got to get our asses ready to play. They weren't ready, man. They weren't oh, ready. I mean, I, I hate that. Sh- I hate talking like that because I'm not in the locker room and I, I can't know those things. But they weren't ready to but play. Kirby, but Kirby said Kirby that. told you that. And, 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 yeah. And he said that before the game. That seems very candid. I mean, he, 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 he says stuff like that before. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, if you say that they, oh, they were ready to play, then, like, I don't know. That would be a weird disagreement to have with Kirby on that. I didn't I think mean, you're they right. Were, I, and he's I, right. I think he's right, too. And I think that – I think that – the good news about that, I asked people, you know, what percent of this is Kirby's fault, and and multiple people said one hundred percent. And I said, well, yeah, you know, that's I the guy so. said. If that's the case, the good news is he's not going to have it happen again. It's not going to happen. But I say that, you know, it's up to them. We're not pay. We're paid to talk, to write, to 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 bring people um, content that they can't get, like you know, going to see Kendall Milton play football in California or. You know, Gunner Stockton or whoever. That's our job is to to collect data, report it back. You know, give our insights, our views of the world. You know, Kirby's job is to get them ready to play. And I have to say, for the vast majority of the fifty games or whatever it is he's been a coach at Georgia, they've been ready to play. I mean, you look at Auburn; they got their ass beat in twenty seventeen. But I was on the field; they were ready to play that game, man. They were ready yeah, to go. They, they were ready to go. I mean, they just got kind of deflated there. I mean, after the rough and the punter and the the left punt. Um, now, before you know, Texas, kind of lost the team. before Texas, it didn't look like they were ready to go. You were saying that the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
that one was a little more obvious. Um, I mean, what other games were they? I guess that's not the point. They were not ready on Saturday. Um, and that was really clear. And I wonder, I wonder what determines that. I mean, of course, it's Kirby's job to get them ready to play, but it's not like Kirby wasn't get, trying to get them ready. Well, it's a hard so part. I, I mean, yeah. I, I just wonder where the disconnect was. It's it's hard to motivate people sometimes. You have to be self motivated, and I mean, I have a hard time with that myself. You know, we have to. We don't follow our strict schedule. We have a. We have. We we should be doing particular things, and we don't do. You and I know what I'm, what I'm talking about specifically. Yeah. But I mean, when you when you look at um, as as connected, I think as he is to his kids in that locker room. Um, it doesn't always always go through, and that's the that's the issue. That's the challenge as a head coach is figuring out how to talk to guys that, even though uh, you are not that old of a coach, figuring out how to motivate them on a early day against a team with a losing record. I mean, I didn't think one thing about this game, and I have a long history with South Carolina. I had no view. There was no scenario by which I thought South Carolina would win the game. Now, if you'd have told me they'd have four turnovers, I would have been pretty skeptical Georgia would win the game. <laughs> but I, you can't know that going in, you know. Yeah. And I, why weren't they ready? I don't know. But one one person I talked to in college football today, who is not a Georgia person, but uh, deals with the SEC and has been around the block for twenty years, said. Uh, I want to read the quote specifically. Uh, they said, um, ah, this is, I mean, not that it's a good thing, but that, you know, he said, I've seen this happen before. It mentally presses the reset button. Uh, losses can show all of the warts, and then you can address them. This is about pushing the best buttons that you've got. And, I don't know. I mean, what the warts were the other day were the turnovers. I mean, I hate to keep talking about that, but if you're a basketball team and you turn it over 22 times, Dylan, you're probably going to lose. Well, and it's not like that's a bad thing to harp on because that's what Kirby harped on a lot today. Well, he's right. And zero turnovers that they had. That was another – I mean, he he talked about that maybe as equally as much as the four turnovers. Because they 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 were there. Those balls popped in the air twice and, like – I remember J.R. Reed was right on top of one and didn't get it. I, I think it might have been J.R. again. I'm not sure. But there was another time when the ball popped up like that and the, Georgia didn't pick it off. That's not like them. And, you know, there, there's a lot of negativity out there right now. And and there, there's reason for that. I mean, I think that Georgia felt like they lost to a team that they're not, you know, that they're better than, which they are. Uh, but they still lost. And, you know, that's a hard thing to reconcile. People can put away the Alabama and say, well, Alabama's really good, you know. There's no confusion about if South Carolina's good, is any good. I mean, South Carolina turns it on here and, and, and goes 8-4. and four. That would be a pretty amazing end to the season for them. Yeah. And I, I don't I mean, yeah, that, see that happening. I mean, that UNC game yeah. that they played. Those are not good teams. Good. Those are not good teams. North Carolina's not good. South Carolina's not good. Clemson is good. Georgia is good. I mean, <laughs> Georgia lost. Clemson didn't. Barely. So it, it's just, yeah. you know, it, I don't it's, know. It's 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 just what happens. 
and you're judged on the results. But another thing, uh, a long time, an old time, old time, a former player said is, you know, he said people just basically look at the scoreboard and that's it. You got to look at what's playing on the field too. He said, you know, Georgia whipped their ass up and down the field and they just lost. And it really was because of the turnovers. I mean, if, if Alabama, if Alabama were to turn it over to Georgia four times, would they beat Georgia? No. No. I mean, it depends how many turnovers that Alabama got. But if it, if it was no, I mean, if it were if it were negative four, if it were negative four, no, they wouldn't win. It's uh, I mean, it's it's kind of people just and people don't want to accept they they want it to be more than that, and it's just it's not. That's what it is, and that's the, that's the that's the people are like, well, you got to be shitting me. That's all it is. Yeah, that's 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 eighty percent of it. Yeah, I mean. And, I mean, I'm not putting this on Rodrigo. Why would I put? Th- Why would any of this be on Rodrigo Blankenship? Let's, be on, let's have that discussion real quick. You well, be, I, if you want to put it on Jake Fromm, I think you got a case for that. Why would this yeah. in any way be on on Rodrigo? I mean, it could, I, I'm not, I, it is not on Rodrigo. I yeah. do not think it is at all. But I mean, people are going to point to the blocked field goal, blocked right. field goal. Big words, blocked. Well, I mean, was the ball too low? I mean, it did, I, from what I That's understand, the thing, so, yeah. But but someone broke through the line. I mean, that ain't on Rodrigo. Yeah, it, you know, you can point that in any way. The missed forty-two yarder. I, I mean, mean Rodrigo's got two. He's got two game-winning kicks in his career. I know. That's, exactly. That's the thing. But people take that for granted. People think that no. Rodrigo is basically automatic no. from anywhere. Jake Fromm's not automatic. Exactly. See, I'm going to go on an Aaron Murray rant. Aaron Murray threw three interceptions and a half against Florida. (laughs) And people were, you should have seen my phone, man. And people love Aaron Murray. They were killing him at that moment. I mean, look, that's what this is. I mean, quarterbacks, Jake Jake had a bad game. He did not play well. Um, He just just didn't. But, I mean, the interception that hit Tyler Simmons right in his hands and and, and eyeballs, that's not on Jake Fromm. It really was a collective problem. You know, if you want to say, oh, well, the defense had a bad play, damn, I mean, they allowed 10 points, bro. I mean, they have not lost. There's only one other game where Georgia has allowed 10 points on defense and lost this decade. They've played a hundred, you know, however many games, and there's something that they're like twenty-seven and and two in games where they allow ten points on on defense. I, I said offense. I think I I didn't mean to say that, but you get my point. There were a lot of yeah. statistical outliers in this game. And so that, I think I think if you get a non-offensive touchdown too, yeah, your chances of going up increase significantly. Yeah. They do. I've got. We got all this. You know. You know. I've got this database, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that's why I looked it up. You know, and 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 there have been three times in this um, decade where Georgia has had negative four turnover margin games. They've lost all three. There's only been two games this decade where Georgia has has allowed ten points on defense and has lost. This was one of them. I mean, you, you know, you you know, you're starting to stack up things that are a little odd that started happening. And but the biggest the biggest thing that former players said was yes the turnovers were killer and that one of them was a what equaled seven points that was really a problem that was really a problem so 
But as far as practice was concerned, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, we can go down the injury list real quick just to um, sure. just to hit it. Um, Tyson Campbell was back out there today. Uh, yeah. You know, that's big. He's been out for a while now. Um, but I don't know to what extent he's practicing, but he was out there today. This is the first time I think I've seen him um, since, what was it, Notre Dame? He's, yeah, he's been missing um, for a little bit of time, for sure. Well, um, so yeah, Tom McKinley was out there uh, today. You know, he, he went down um, against South Carolina there. I don't think, He didn't come back, but he was working with the second team. So, you know, he's still a little questionable. Kirby said that he thinks he'll play this week, but unsure. Um Justin Schaefer was not out there. Kirby said he is unlikely to play uh, this week. Um, but they have Ben or they have Ben Cleveland working at right guard, Isaiah Wilson right tackle, and then they had Cade Mays working at left guard, which isn't a huge surprise. Uh-huh. Um, which was kind of weird to me was they had Demarcus Hayes, who's been playing you know tackle now for the past two years at uh, backup left guard. Um, hey, hey man, let me cut in on you here for a second, as I always do. <laughs> The South Carolina-Florida line has moved two points down towards Carolina. What it's, is that right It's now? only at five right now. Really? In South Carolina? Yeah. That's pretty surprising. I mean, it's, I it's, thought Florida it, looked really good. Against LSU? Yeah. What about against Tennessee? No. Not as much. What about I mean, against Miami? Bad. Definitely not. What about that against with What about against Tennessee? What about against Tennessee? Not as good. But I, uh, I excuse know. me. I, mean, t- like, I, I meant to say Kentucky. I meant to say yeah, Kentucky. that one was bad. But I mean, maybe Florida's finding their stride is the thing. Maybe, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think Florida's better than five points against Carolina. I think. I think that's, get, a, that's a tricky. Get, yeah, Florida better watch that game. Not be, not because not like, South Carolina is so good, but but Florida better watch that game. It, it's not like South Carolina played the best game in the world against Georgia. They played, I mean, they, they were a horrible. Lot of, Are you kidding? A lot, yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of opportunities were given to Georgia to win that game, even with four turnovers. Well, people say that now. What do you mean a lot of opportunities? South Carolina did not turn the ball over at all. They got clean punts basically the whole time. It's not like Georgia got the ball inside the fifteen. I mean, there were just some penalties. Um, yeah, a lot of you penalties. Know, especially the, the, the fourth and goal, the, the one to Eli Wolf where they called holding. I mean, that was, you know, savior. They missed 32-yard chip shot. Yeah. Well, they um, still won the game. Overtime. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, because it should have ended there. The game should have ended there. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, opportunities were given to Georgia in that sense to, to make up. For uh, their downfalls, and they just they didn't capitalize. And once again, we, we talked about that is this, the capitalization of opportunities. And South Carolina did when they got turnovers, and you know just forcing turnovers. Well, we're going on too long here, but let, so injuries. It looks like Ty, the, the big the kind of the big news there is that Tyson Campbell is At, Lawrence Cager. That's a big one. Yes, uh, was another that probably Kirby said he probably will not play this weekend. Said he's dealing with a. You know, the shoulder injury, but also said there was something else. I think ESPN said during the broadcast it was a, a rib injury. It was so weird. Well. He, he walked right past me. It, it, I think the defense was on the field. I don't remember him getting hurt. So I, that was an I odd one either. to me. But, 
you know, sometimes that stuff just kind of surfaces up after games. Um, you know, you don't really realize it in the moment until well, no, they 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 pulled him out during the game, is what I'm saying. But it, what was so strange was I don't remember him getting hurt on the field. Definitely wasn't a big deal. Whatever it happened. Hmm. Well, look, go to dogpost.com. Subscribe on YouTube just below. Uh, if you go to dogpost, it's one dollar for one month. One dollar. That's a hundred pennies for one month of coverage. You get a lot more insights on the message boards. Click subscribe. Go to the website. I'm going to link below the what we are hearing. Uh, go to dogpost.com right now. Thanks for joining me, Dylan, and uh, we'll see you everyone on the website dogpost.com. <laughs>